So we have a season of fruitfulness. We've spoken about the fruitful, uh, uh, the vineyard of fruitfulness to make us understand that God has a vineyard and the vineyard of God, there are vines in it and the vines are supposed to be fruitful and we've come to understand that the fruits, um, uh, the vines in the vineyard is the Christian. Then we talk about um, vines of fruitfulness and we saw that uh, we are vines. We are vines. Not only are we in the vineyard of God, uh, as branches of the vine, but we are also vines who produce fruit in the house of God. Then we saw also that uh, we are planted in the house of God. We are planted, and as we are planted in the house of God, we're supposed to be what produce fruits because every plant produces what fruits. And we saw the type of plants we are, and we discovered that we are trees of life who must produce fruits of life. Hallelujah! Then we saw that uh, there is a water of fruitfulness, there's a divine water who comes to us to make us fruitful. So we are all not only planted just to exist, but there's a supply, supernatural supply, which supplies us to be fruitful then we now want to see what are the season we are supposed to be fruitful what are the season of our fruitfulness what season do we supposed to produce what fruit and what fruits are we supposed to produce at what time of our life that is what we are here to look at this afternoon amen we will see and do what we can do few of them and the rest we will leave it to time and then uh, another time when we meet so let's move straight to ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 1 To everything, there is a season. To everything, there is a season. And a purpose to every, and a time to every purpose under the heaven. The Bible said that to everything, there is a season. So, everything of our life, there is a season for it. Hallelujah. We cannot have everything at the same time. Everything cannot come to us at the same time of a year. No. Every year we go in, every month we go in, every week we go in, and what is expected of us to produce. So, there's a season for us to be born. There's a season for us to start growing, there's a season for us to study, there's a season for us to graduate, there's a season for us to work, there's a season to marry, a season to have children, a season to raise children, a season to start building inheritance, a season to fulfill, that is to begin to enjoy what we have acquired, and then a season to welcome departure. So everything in this life there's a season. And in the season, there's a time for the purpose. So we have the season of the thing and the time for the purpose of the thing. Amen. There's a season for marriage. So, when the time of marriage comes and a person gets married, from the day you get married until the day death do you part. It's a season of the marriage. And in that season, you make family. Hello? But the time for making family or children is nine months. 
of the season. I hope you know that. So, we have married, we are going to marry for 50 years. The season of the marriage is 50 years. But the time for having children is nine months of every year. So you have the season and a time for a purpose of life. We have 12 months in a year. It's a season. Hallelujah. Corn is grown and harvest within the 12 months of the year. But this time for growing corn is May to October. Of the 12 months. So May to October is the time for the purpose of producing corn. January to December is a season of planting or having or cultivating corn. So to everything, there's a season and there's a time to every purpose. Sometimes you can be in the season, but the time might have not come. And most of the time, we don't understand, so we are always in a hurry. Because somebody said, once I am 30 years, I must have A, B, C. Which is not always true. You can be 30 years, but in the, that season, that age of your life, what are you supposed to produce at every time of the day and of the month? You must know. Else, we will do a lot of what? Mistakes and harm our life. We may either rush or we may delay, which we shall look at what happens. So, there's a season for everything and there's a time for every purpose. Let's look at what David said. Say, he is like a tree planted by the streams of water which yielded its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither. It produces its fruits in season. So there's a particular fruit that must be produced and it can only be produced in its season. That means if it is not the season, the fruits cannot be produced. And if you force to produce fruits before the season or after the season, it can both cause a great damage into life. That is the reason why nobody should put pressure on everybody's life. I don't believe in that. Nobody should put pressure. Because if you allow people to put pressure on you, you may rush ahead of your season or you may delay into your season. And when that happens, when the right time comes for your season, you will be in want. Amen. And now let's look at Revelations. Then the angel showed me the river of 
the water of life as clear as crystal flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb. Down the middle of the green great streets of the city on each side of the river stood the tree of life bearing 12 crops of fruits. Last week I explained. 12 crops of fruits yielding its fruits every month. It bears what? 12 crops of fruits in every month. So that means in the year, the 12 months of the year, every month and the particular fruits we produce. Hallelujah. That means 12 months of the year is the season. Okay? The season. But in the 12 months, we don't produce the same fruits. We don't produce the same results. In the 12 months of the year, what I produce might be different. What I may produce in January might not be what you produce in January. What I produce in March might not be what you produce in March. What I am going to produce in April may not be what you produce in April. And vice versa. So if you understand it this way, you will never run the race of somebody. Amen. And I will never run the race of somebody. I will never run after you and you will never run after me. I will never chase after what you have and you will never chase after what I have. I will not envy you. You will not envy me. I will not convert you. You will not convert me. Because you know that what I am producing is for my season. And when your season comes, you produce, who, who knows, maybe in your season you will produce even better than I do. Hello? You produce better. Look at what they refer to me. When my season came, look at my fruits. It has become a glory in the eyes of that which they think they had. When your season comes, Sometimes what somebody has that they think that you can never have, sometimes your own will be better off than them. Because, listen, God does not wait for a season to give you a rotten fruit. When your season comes, you produce good fruits. You produce better ones. And you produce beautiful and sumptuous, delicious ones. Your own will come. I say your season will come. You will produce it. Better ones. Every month of your life, every week of your life, you will bring out better fruits. Hallelujah. Sometimes when you are patient, people tell you all sorts. We will lock the door. You will see where you sleep. Because you are patient. Hallelujah. When you begin to own your own key, and you have enough space and you don't even know. Sometimes you have all the beds there and you still sleep on the floor. Hallelujah. Then you sit and say, hey, even the floor, if I don't come early, they will lock me. Your season will come. Your season will come. Your season will come. If your season has not come, somebody's business will be breaking through. Say, ah, how come? My business is not breaking through. What is happening? When your season comes, you don't need advertisement. 
You don't need to go calling about people to come and see your business. People will come to your business. The, the engineer was working on the church project. This man has been an engineer for years. His certificates, his everything has been learned. He has gone to Germany to be trained. He said for 15 years, he's just been doing backyard construction. One bedroom, two bedroom, quarter room, and this thing, and be doing it, and be doing it. And this man has every expertise. Hallelujah. You don't know what's happening. When the time of the project, we're looking for engineers. Somebody said, ah, let's try this man and see. He's good. He, he hasn't built any, but let's see. We went for him. He said, oh, you know this warehouse, I contributed, I was part. This one, I was part. He said, okay, so we want you to do this project. Can you? He said, why not? We gave to him. As by the time the project was at the lentil level, he has got about four major mansions to build. Including a church member's hotel, which he's building now. And a church member's big warehouse he has built. He has built a church member's 12-bedroom house. Hallelujah. And sometimes, you see, he comes and says, Pastor, it is easy. He said, it is easy. He said, you know something? Some of the big contractors I used to work with and they insult me. Today they don't have work. Because they were doing government projects. And the government has freezed all the projects. And listen, now I have four big projects that I'm doing. Every week, the end of every week, at least my take home every week is about 2,000. Every week. That is Monday to Friday. I take 2,000 home. Your season will come. I said your season will come. Your season will surely show up. They bear fruits every month. According to the manner of their fruits. Hallelujah. That is the reason why you don't have to rush. Tell somebody don't rush. Tell somebody don't rush. Tell somebody relax. Fight your fights. Try your trying. Run your speed. Amen. Don't rush because if you rush, something else will happen. If you rush, you may lose the potential. And in the morning, I was using the guy who went for Yusikedro. People are in university. People are doing master's, second degree. People are doing apprenticeship. People are still doing yes, sir. People are still learning. People are still uh, uh, subject. People are still laborers and workers. 27, your colleagues... I still within the youthful race. Believing big visions. They are hustling and they are trying to make ends. You want to become rich. If you become rich at 27. Without any expertise and experience to manage the wealth. What will become of your life when you are 70? Hallelujah. What will become of your life? said now, if let's say this my, 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 my small brother sit down and the one billion dollars he slaps, he will die. You wake up and you have one billion dollars in the bank. What are you going to do? Is it my school fees? Am I doing my masters? No. What am I going to do? I have to build a house. You say that. Yes, I have to buy a car. I have to open a business. Do you get it? Do you see that it's good? Have a build a house. Open the business, start something. Do that is good, but the expertise to manage it, does he have it? He's going to employ people who know more than him. They will chop their money. 
Hallelujah. Does he know how to balance a business account? Does he know what is strategic planning? Does he know what is e-commerce? Does he know what is international transaction? Does he know what is e-commerce? Does he know what is a fritz? Does he know what is containers and shipping? He doesn't know all these things. Though. So he start a business. And you go and employ Albert. Who has eaten and out of the accounting. And have quite all the grimpa knowledge. And go and put him there. And he's managing one billion dollars for somebody who doesn't even know how to count one billion dollars. Even if you say you should, he should write it. You know one billion dollars. How many zeros? Hallelujah. By the time this guy will say that, they are chopping my money, he has resigned. Amen. So, as at the time, he would have been, let's say, 35, 40, that he now understands the business, he has collapsed. He has to come and struggle again. If you rush into your season, you will lose the potential for the future. I say, hold. Take your time. Your season will come. Your time will come. Your moment will come. You shall not remain like this forever. Your life, your business, everything about you shall change. The Bible said that do not let your heart trouble when you see sudden riches. Do you know that there are some riches? It is sudden. You'll be walking in an area with a small boy. The next time you see, they are driving the latest Corolla. And when they get down from the car, they are pulling their trousers. Are doing this, and, and you could see that they, they, they sudden riches you don't even know 6 a.m. to 6 a.m. 24 hours. You don't see them say they are going to work, you don't see them opening any shop, but they fuel the car, they roam out until daybreak, and some of our sisters they come our way say, Yeah. Oh, I got a new guy. Shall he drives? You got me. These days, I've stopped working with these guys who are on their foot. Hey, I'm tired of the dust. Tired of the dust. Now I must be on wheels. Level change. Now my guy is driving. Oh, it's not this Corolla Arano. Come and see latest one. The one. In fact, when it's there, you see that sudden riches. The Bible said that. Don't let your heart follow after it. Somebody started a business today. Two months, the person is doing Accra, Japan. Did you go for loan? No. You didn't go for loan. Do they pay you 5000 a month? No. You didn't go for loan. You are not paid that much. So two months, you will be able to mobilize money to go Accra, China had a plan to do business within two months without taking a loan. Don't let your heart follow it. It is sudden riches. Sudden riches. Hallelujah. Don't rush. Let's read Mark chapter 11 verse 13. And seeing a fig tree afar off having leaves. Listen to me. Jesus saw a fig tree standing afar off. The Christian who produced fruit does not live afar off. He's in the kingdom. He's in the vineyard. Amen. The people who produce fruit in their season, they are planted by the side of rivers. They don't stay far from the vineyard. 
He saw a fig tree standing afar. Don't go far from God. Don't go far from God. If you want to produce fruit, stay closer to where the power of God is. Because that is where you draw rivers of waters to produce fruit. He came if happily he might find anything thereon. When he saw the fruits, he saw the tree afar. He said, oh, let him get closer. Maybe I might found something. Why? He found nothing but leaves. Because, see, he saw the leaves as being so blossom. So he thinks by now, there are fruits. He went there and there was no fruit. When you rush into your season, you only discover or you only build outward appearance. Outward appearance. People see you and they think that, hey, you are powerful, you are rich. But inside, nothing. That is the people who spend all their money buying big clothes to wear. And in their pocket, nothing. They will take a loan and buy Porsche Powerful phones. And I said in the morning, the person earns 500. He's using 1,200 Apple phone. Powerful. The perfume on their body, 250. Big time. So when you see the leaves, they look. When you go into their pockets, when you go into their room, nothing. When you ask them, nothing. They have nice leaves, but no fruits. Tell somebody, don't rush. Tell somebody, don't rush. Listen to me. Nobody will arrest you if you buy and sow. Nobody will arrest you if you enter into Domi Boutique and take from there. Nobody will arrest you. Hey, me, you know something? My boutique is in a, a, a Western Hills Mall. That is where my boutique is. Western Hills. I go to underground, I come out, and then I go to shopping in TDN. Hallelujah. Take your time. One day. Hallelujah. Don't build fruits who are only seen as a leaf. Take your time and produce fruits who are good for eating. And all is because you stay far. And sometimes, you see, when people sit far and they look at you and you look fruitful, they will rush to you. And the more you are crowded, with people at the development of fruitfulness, they will kill you. That is why if you are starting a young business, you don't loan and credit your things that much. You must credit and loan to people whom you know that they will pay. That is why if you are a young entrepreneur, visionary, Purposeful person, you must decide whose friends must come closer. 